When we talk about the faith, we speak of something that's more than a religion. The faith is a complete view of the world and our place in it. Sam Harris, in his book, Letter to a Christian Nation, wrote, But what was God doing while Katrina laid waste to their city? Surely he heard the prayers of those elderly men and women who fled the rising water for the safety of their attics, only to be slowly drowned there. These people died talking to an imaginary friend. Today, people reject God. They settle into doubt, and they do so on two fronts. One, they see evil and assume that God should stop it. And two, they can't explain God fully, so they opt for disbelief. Three ideas really come to the forefront in a discussion about origins. A godless material universe is one of those ideas. Essentially, this says that the material universe is the sum and substance of all that exists and that it's always either existed or it came into existence without a cause. But the idea that it's always existed is now untenable. Another idea is that God is an intelligent presence in all things. This essentially is the idea of the universal mind that there's an intelligible character to our world for which the material theory cannot account. One loud cry today is that to believe in God is irrational. And that just sounds bad. Irrational in this case means not explained by a natural material world. But God is not irrational. Maybe unnatural, actually supernatural. That's what God is. A third idea about origins is that of a personal God. Christians see the creation as an indicator of God's character. God is the source of creation, and yet independent of it. We would say He is a transcendent God. We then have reason to believe that, in the beginning, God. My inability to explain God's existence should not be my reason for rejection. Do we reject everything we don't understand fully? Isaiah 55 and verse 8, the Bible says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. You see, God represents himself as I am. God is called the existing one. In Exodus chapter 3 and verse 6 The Bible says there, And he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look at God. Exodus 3 verse 14 says, God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, Say this to the people of Israel, I am has sent me to you. In Exodus chapter 6 and verse 3, the Bible there says, I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as God Almighty. But by my name, the Lord, I did not make myself known to them. The knowledge of God is within us. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 2, verses 14 and 15, For when Gentiles 
who do not have the law by nature do what the law requires, they are a law to themselves, even though they do not have the law. They show that the work of the law is written on their hearts, while their conscience also bears witness, and their conflicting thoughts accuse or even excuse them. You see, God's law is written on our hearts. In Exodus chapter 24, after Moses has read the book of the covenant to the people of Israel, the people make a vow of faithfulness. In verse 7 of that chapter we see, And they said, All that the Lord has spoken we will do, and we will be obedient. This seems to be a sign of the great hope that God's people would one day obey His commandments in the same way they obey the laws of nature. For example, the law of gravity. It would be natural and normal where they would follow God's commands out of hearts that were overflowing with love for Him. John Ortberg wrote, God's vision for hearts fully devoted to Him continues today. He longs for us to learn His moral law and joyfully and willingly to obey it. We need to look at our hearts and make sure that God's law is deep inside of us. Where we are living in disobedience to God's law, we must seek to adjust our lives and attitudes to come in line with God's plan for us. God is. He is the existing one. God is the one who created everything we see. God is the one who provides to us our salvation. And may we always align our lives and our attitudes with that of God's will for us. May our hearts be fully devoted to Him, and may we seek always to accomplish His will in our lives.